Special shout out to today's episode to SeatGeek. We recently partnered with them to become a brand ambassador. What does that mean? Well, for you, it means you get a special discount when you make your first ticket purchase with SeatGeek. With my code, InjuredListPod, you will get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket purchasing app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets to your favorite sports, concert events, and more. They score each ticket on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you know if you're getting a good deal. Green is good, red is bad. My followers get $20 off their first ticket purchase using my code, InjuredListPod. Click on the link in the show notes and browse for your favorite events. Your next big night ever is waiting, and they have the tickets. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Hetsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code, POD, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD, P-O-D. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List podcast, Brian Scott. Hello, hello. Welcome. Week 11 live injury updates for this week's NFL games. Speaking of, Atlanta and New England about to kick off on the Thursday night game tonight. So tune in. Let's talk about it. A lot of injury updates to go over. Lots going on with the running back position for sure. A lot of teams out there with some dinged up running backs, but hey. Week 11, more than halfway through the season. How is this all going to play out for the teams at the top and the teams vying for a playoff spot? This is the place to be, to tune in and get the answers to your questions. If you want to update your fantasy roster, know who to start, who to sit, you're in the right place. 
Thanks for joining us here on Twitter Spaces, the Injured List podcast. I'm your host, Brian Scott. We are proud members of the Blue Wire Hustle program and part of the Blue Wire podcast community. Thank you to Blue Wire for helping sponsor and put all this stuff together. Really appreciate that. Making a transition here to Twitter Spaces, we like what Twitter has to offer. We love the interaction we get from our fans on Twitter. Love posts. So uh, we've kind of focused more all of our attention here on Twitter Spaces. And uh, kickoff is about to happen. I got the game on live in the background. We'll be touching base with the game here, play-by-play from time to time. If anything interesting happens, like injuries, we'll break and go into the live broadcast and see what's going on and kind of give a an injury analysis as to what may be taking place on the field. And if we have any video replay of the injury, we'll kind of go over it together. So thank you guys for that. So where do we start? I mean, it's just a lot going on. I mean, you name it running back where we were at the running back spot, uh, started off there last time. Now some, Big names are on the injury uh, list this week when it comes to uh, position players. You've got Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, Chris Carson, Ben Roethlisberger, DeAndre Hopkins, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, just to name a few, Alvin Kamara uh, on the injured list, which is a rare sight to see. Got Chase Claypool, Antonio Brown, uh, Rob Gronkowski, James Robinson, the running back from Jacksonville. I mean, there's a lot of top-name players out there that are injured right now currently. What what does that mean for this week? Well, a couple of guys should be on the way back and expected to play. Did I? Oh, I forgot to mention Aaron Jones, Green Bay's running back. That's a big hit for them. So he went down with a knee injury. It was thought to be really bad. Turned out it's an MCL sprain. Not that it's great, but much better than what it could have been. It was a real ominous looking sign because he was on the sideline. Apparently was very upset with being consoled by the training staff and the teammates. Looked really nasty. Did not come back for the game. Was examined in the medical tents. and. Turns out it's an MCL sprain. They're expecting uh, several weeks where he'll be missed. Uh, definitely uh, leading up to the bye week on week 13, which I think is smart. I mean, if he's got that significant an injury, you're going to want to hold him out. So I think he'll be back for that week 14 game. You know, if it's a mild MCL sprain, then I think that best thing is to just let him be. Uh, use that bye week as a, a way to kind of rehab and get better. You know, at this stage in the season with a couple of weeks off, you're not going to lose too much in the way of conditioning. It can only help you. So there's no reason for them to kind of jump him back on the playing field or practice field too soon. Doesn't sound like, it sounds like he avoided major, major injury. Usually those MCL sprains, there's nothing surgical to do for those. They heal just fine on their own. It's a very broad type of ligament. It attaches in a broad surface area. So you can have partial sprains of that, which are more common. Um, it's very rare that you have an isolated, complete rupture of that MCL ligament. It just doesn't happen very often. It's super rare. Very often doesn't even need to be surgically repaired, except for certain instances. And you usually don't see that in sports, to be honest. So what else? Oh, man, moving right along. Kyler Murray, quarterback, missed last week. Uh, unfortunately, left a lot of... Uh, Injury, <laughs> I'm sorry, left a lot of fantasy guys scrambling to kind of fill some roster spots. Sounds like he's probably going to be ready to go uh, week 11. Uh, didn't have anything major going on. What was his injury? I can't even remember now. Was it an ankle? 
or a hamstring? I forget. Well, you guys might know. Let me know. So, good way to get questions answered. And if I don't know the answer, I'm, I'm obviously I'm going to look it up and find out. But you know, I I rely on you guys here to ask the questions, get to get the information you want to hear. I mentioned at the beginning there's a bunch of running backs that are hurt, and we already talked about Aaron Jones, but Damian Harris has been out. He had a, 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 a what did he have a concussion? I think sounds like he might be cleared. The only way to really know with these concussion stuff these days is to watch what they're doing in practice because the concussion protocols call that before they can do anything contact, they have to be able to do just some basic conditioning stuff symptom-free. And if they're able to do that, then they'll be able to uh, be cleared and move up in progression on the concussion protocol. And until they clear certain things, they won't be allowed back in practice. And if they do, it'll be on a very limited non-contact basis. So it takes time for them to be able to get back into the mix when it comes to contact drills and then eventually be cleared for the game. And they'll undergo some cognitive testing in the meantime as well. So there's a lot to it. And the only, the only real way to gauge it aside from press reports is to actually see what they're doing in practice. So when it comes to concussion stuff, I always recommend you listen and watch to see what, what they've done in the few days leading up to the weekend's game. Another running back, uh, Cordero Patterson, the Atlanta running back, sounds like he was supposed to be a game-time decision tonight. Let's see. Is he in the game? Well, we're going to commercial break here right now, but this is a good way to kind of check it out and see. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love that. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like me the resources that were once reserved for big business. And it's customized to your needs. You get a great looking online store that really helps bring your ideas to life and tools to manage the day-to-day and drive sales. And I'm speaking about this from experience. I'm really passionate about bass fishing. And a little over five years ago, I started an e-commerce bass fishing brand with my best friend, Aaron, called Woo Tungsten. Actually, it's pronounced Woo Tungsten, W-O-O exclamation mark, because that's the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. And it was a no-brainer to do this on Shopify because they've made it so easy 
every step of the way, from creating product listings, to making discount codes, to managing shipments. In fact, if you want to see what an e-commerce store looks like on Shopify, go to wootungsten.com and you can see. And it's no wonder that every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. You can get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience. And you can gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Plus, with 24-7 support, you're never alone. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today, just like me, just like Wu Tungsten, by going to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. That's shopify.com slash bluewire. And we had some guests, but we lost them. My bad. I'm still learning how to use this Twitter Spaces thing. Where are we at? Corderell Patterson. Uh, we'll see if he's in the game. He was a game time decision tonight. I don't know if he's in there yet. We'll, we'll check in. Um, Mike Davis should be the backup and uh, might be a good flex option. Kyler Murray. Let's see. I don't even know what his injury is. They don't even tell you. Oh, man. Saquon Barkley coming off a long ankle sprain week five. So he's missed. It'll be six weeks this week. I see no reason why they'll keep him out any longer. I expect him to be full go right from the onset and full play this weekend for the New York Giants. I don't see how this could possibly linger any longer. It was a low ankle sprain. As far as I know, there was no MRI showing any major structural damage. It sounds like he's just been week to week, been struggling with some swelling which creates stiffness, which in turn can sometimes create some pain, discomfort. But he's been participating and doing a lot uh, in his recovery. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's been injured a lot these last two years, unfortunately. And factor in, you know, with the knee, ACL, and surgery and stuff, it's just been an unfortunate last two seasons for him. But he's a tough guy, Go, takes his uh, rehab very seriously. I don't see any reason why he would stretches out any further have had a bye week this past weekend so that was really helpful and i think that's what they were trying to do was just get him to the bye week so that he could be ready for this week 11 matchup against tampa bay so expect that he'll be in there speaking of running running backs moving along nick chubb cleveland browns he had a positive covid test and should be cleared to go this week if he's able to pass through that covid protocol he'll likely require some negative testing which i'm sure um they'll be doing on a daily basis at the at the least leading up to sunday's game so chris carson this has been kind of an enigma since it began some type of neck injury back in week four he's been out since he was supposed to come back week 10 but then apparently uh coach Pete carroll said he wasn't ready to play didn't suit up now they're saying possibly week 11. I, I don't know if he's actually suited up in practice this week, but chances are if he hasn't gotten in there to do any contact drills or anything, I don't know how you can have him on your roster as a starting running back. There's a good chance he might not be ready still. Uh, anytime it comes to the neck, man, they're really cautious about letting guys get in there too soon. I'm not sure if this is coming from the medical staff or if just if this is something that the Chris Carson himself is kind of 
dictating his return because he's just not comfortable and feeling like he's close enough to 100% to get back in there. It could be one of those things where he's cleared medically, but just not physically or mentally ready to get back out there. And that's very often the case with these guys. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh Steelers, he's been out with positive COVID test, missed last week, week 10. Possibility that he may not be cleared to return week 11. He is vaccinated, however, and I I don't know why he wouldn't be able to make it back week 11 if they've got a Sunday night game or Sunday day game. But uh, assuming he's got no symptoms and he tests negative, as far as their protocol goes, I don't see why he would have to miss two weeks unless he's symptomatic and he continues to have a positive test or he's symptomatic and they require uh, X amount of days of negative tests with symptoms. I don't know. Sometimes the symptoms and the positive test take you down a different pathway in the protocol. Sometimes being asymptomatic with a positive test takes you down another pathway. I know back when this COVID stuff all started, a lot of it was dictated by symptoms versus no symptoms, positive tests versus negative tests, and whether or not you had to sit out. Or it, it constantly has been changing throughout the season, and it's been updated based on some of the current research and literature out in the medical field. But I can't even keep up with it. It's too much, too much for me. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, wide receiver of the Cardinals, has been out. Uh, he had a hamstring injury, and uh, it was aggravated in Week Eight, and hasn't practiced in a couple weeks leading up to. Uh, this weekend's game. So I'm not sure if he's going to be out there. It sounds like they're probably going to treat this a little bit more conservatively. And my guess, you know, with these hamstring injuries, I talk about it all the time, really, really difficult to bounce back quickly from. So I assume that he's probably going to miss a few more, um, maybe at least a week or two. And I don't know, had they had their buy already? I, I don't recall, but you know, a lot of times that's kind of a, measuring stick or an objective is to get them to that bye week to rest them and give them that extra week because what it really turns out into is almost two weeks of time that you can legitimately rest a guy and have him uh, performing rehab and getting him prepared for the following game when you think about it because you have all the time in between the Sunday the weekends and then you have a weekend you get to skip so it essentially becomes like a two-week break which is really critical when it comes to healing from some of these injuries. Kansas uh, City Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire returned to practice uh, week 10 um, after miss, uh, missing some games with an MCL sprain. Um, sounds like they're not really sure that he's ready to go, though, for week 11 and thinking that maybe they'll kind of hold him out because they have a bye week 12. So this kind of goes to what I'm saying. You know, I'm not sure who they're playing week 11, but again, if you can get by with your backups and you're doing well, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes back there. Running game's uh, important, but, you know, he can kind of sometimes do it with his own legs. You can probably buy these running backs a little bit of extra time. So uh, I don't think they'll kind of force it. Um, he's a big part of their future going forward, and uh, he's been a key figure in their backfield. I, I think that it um, really comes down to how they feel comfortable with their running game going against Dallas, I think, actually, uh, and whether they think they really need him, and he's an important part of that, and if he's good enough to go. So that's that. Now, Alvin Kamara... It's very uh, durable. This guy barely misses games. Uh, he's almost never uh, on the injured list for any extended period of time. But uh, he popped up on the injured list around week 10 and missed a couple of days of practice with some type of knee problem. Now, they weren't very specific about it. He ended up missing the game against the Titans, and it sounds like he could miss another game um, in week 11 here, but 
he, uh, again, this is one of those things that you really got to look at what's happening uh, in the days leading up to the game and whether he's been practicing or not. He's a, he's a tough cookie. I, I don't see him missing much time. It doesn't sound like it was anything serious. I haven't heard about him having any type of MRI or uh, imaging studies done to rule out anything serious. Um, you know, they did pick up Mark Ingram to try and help offload some of Kamara's uh, responsibility. And uh, uh, they play the, the Bills um, on a Thursday night game, I think the week after this week. So it, it could be that I think they're going against the, the Eagles and they might feel confident enough in what their backup position players to go with them over uh, Kamara and giving him another week to rest. So I would be very surprised if they actually stick him in there. I think they'll probably opt to give him another week uh, of recovery. The um, next athlete we're going to touch base on is Chase Claypool, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was having a, a pretty good season um, and then got hurt uh, week, I think it was, was it week 10? And um, it, it sounds like they were really concerned that he may have had some type of turf toe injury, apparently. Uh, they thought it might have been season ending because it might have required surgery, which sometimes turf toe injuries can. And now they're saying he's a week-to-week -week decision. So uh, I'd be shocked if he comes back immediately this week. Um, but uh, I guess it says they're going to be giving him a, a second look because uh, he, he actually did some practicing this week. And I guess it, I have a feeling he's going to be kind of a game-time decision. The question then becomes how effective is he going to be? Your great toe, which is probably the one that he injured because there's very few other toes that when they get injured could potentially be season ending. It's usually the big toe because that's a very important, uh, mechanically speaking, and in, in your ability to plant your foot, change directions, and pivot and push off and get power. So if that toe is injured or if that joint by the big toe is injured, that is potentially a big problem. This is actually an injury that Deion Sanders had many times throughout his career and had surgery uh, several times throughout his career, essentially um, cut his career, uh, maybe not short, but it definitely hampered him in his career later in his career. So it's a significant injury. So ho hopefully for him, it wasn't, it's not anything serious and he can get back out there quickly and safely and not risk any further damage and won't require anything to be done uh, in the off season or even now. So big question I've been getting about some of these players that are injured is the Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown injuries. Now I've said this before. Um, I'm not too um, worried about either of them. Uh, you know, these guys are well into their careers. They're veterans. And if Tampa Bay can get by without them, they're not going to push them to play through anything that may potentially linger for many, many weeks and potentially into later in the season when they're vying for playoff spots or competent, you know, play, play, uh, performing in the playoffs. So I'm not surprised when these guys miss several weeks at this stage in their career, it's usually more just as a cautionary thing than anything else. And a lot of times, you know, they know their bodies very well. They, they're able to kind of uh, work with the medical staff and dictate and kind of come up with a game plan. So, it sounds like Brown, he's been dealing with this nagging ankle injury for several weeks. He didn't practice before week 10, but they said he's been making progress. And then, but you know, even then he's still been reported as being in a walking boot. And then they saw him on the trainer's uh, staff uh, talking, um, 
you know, at the sidelines with the training staff. I mean, so who knows, uh, to be honest with you. And uh, again, I think this is one of those situations where until he's ready to come back, I don't think we're really going to get an accurate timetable. And it literally could be like the day before where he's going to be like, all right, I'm ready to suit up and do it. Let's go. But you can guarantee that the Buccaneers are going to be really cautious with him. And I think the same kind of goes for Gronkowski. Um, sounds like he's not going to be at least healthy for another couple of weeks. He hasn't really had um, uh, any major rush to get back on the field again um, because they've got some other positions out there that can, you know, make get the job done. And with Tom Brady in the back, you know, if anybody can make use of second, third tier players, it's him. So I don't think they're going to want to put him out there with the possibility that he has this injury lingering for the rest of the season. Um, so I don't actually expect him to play week 11 and I wouldn't be surprised if even after week 11, we still are kind of in the fog about whether or when he's coming back. So we'll have to see now. Um, let's t- tune into the game here. We've got, uh, um, nothing, nothing score first quarter and the New England Patriots are with the ball right now. Let's see where they're at. Second and nine. They are. Where are they at in the field here? Let's take a look. Against that Cleveland Browns defense and Miles Garrett. He had a lot of different looks, mixed things up, kept them off balance, was able to run the football. They are uh, in in scoring position here. They're on the 16-yard line in Atlanta territory. Uh, He didn't go far there. So Stevenson getting the carry. It looks like Damian Harrison's not in the game. Like like we kind of knew was going to happen. I don't think that's any surprise there. Well, they said he will play. Well, he's not in there now. But again, he was concussion protocol guy, so might have had a setback. We could be using him on a limited basis here. Just kind of letting him work his way back into action, but Damian Harris is not out there. Let's see. Said, they said he was going to start. Someone's not doing their job. Okay, let's keep All right, well, listen, guys, you know, I'm here every Thursday, 7.15. I was a little late today. I apologize for that. I was actually um, stuck in surgery. Not, I shouldn't say stuck. I was in surgery helping my surgeon. Had uh, <laughs> It's a really busy time of year right now. Emergency cases all over the wazoo. So I got out a little later than I had anticipated. But, again, I record this and I replay it back on Friday mornings before your rush hour commute. So feel free to tune in then. If you have any questions, if you want to chat, if you want to know more information about your injured players that you are not sure what to do with, then this is the best time to ask. So uh, I encourage you to tune in Thursdays. I usually start at 7.15 p.m. and take it right up to kickoff. Like I said, we got started a little late tonight, so the game's already in progress. But sometimes I'll actually go into, after the start of the game, if people are in the room and asking questions and chat's going well, I'll I'll even take it into the first quarter if there's a good action going on and if there's an injury that occurred. 
and kind of talk you through it on as things happen on the field. So I'm I'm cool with that. I usually try to get out of here though, so everybody can go watch the game, not have any distractions. But some people like to watch as they're listening to commentary or you know chat in some social media rooms and stuff. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, this is the um, Injured List podcast with your host, Brian Scott. Special thank you once again to Blue Wire podcast community and the Blue Wire Hustle program and the Blue Wire hustlers out there who uh, I've collaborated with and I look forward to collaborating with. Thank you for joining and tuning in. We hope to see you soon. Uh, next week, we'll not be here due to Thanksgiving, but we'll be back the week after. And then uh, we're getting close to the holidays, so we may have a few weeks of downtime, but I'm still around. If you want to ask questions or have me collaborate with you or your show, or if you're just interested in getting some information, check out the website, theinjuredlist.com, or shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I'm on all three. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.